Hello and good morning. Well, good morning if you're listening to this in the morning. It's morning for me. It's 10 o'clock on a Friday. Excited about that. I got the weekend off. Welcome. This is Jason's Drive or Driving with Jason. Yeah, this is Driving with Jason (laughs) because I drive all over the city all day long. That's how I make a living. Um, And the only time I really have a chance to record anything is between stops. So that's why I'm recording this podcast while I'm driving. Don't worry, it's hands-free. My hands aren't on the my hands are on the wheel, my eyes are on the road. I'm not looking at my phone, I'm not taking selfies or anything like that. I'm just talking while driving down the road. People are probably looking at me thinking, who in the hell is this guy talking to? Or maybe they think I'm trying to create a really slow rap. I don't know. It's none of my business what people think of me. You're gonna hear me say that a lot. Okay, so um, a little bit about me. Again, my name is Jason Cremines. Grew up in Athens, Ohio-ish, kind of, you know, by way of Coolville, by way of Lancaster, by way of Columbus. So I've been a little, a little bit of everywhere. But um, I, I hail originally from Athens, Ohio. I'm in Columbus, Ohio now. Been here about 20 years. So um, I am an entrepreneur. I am a business person. <laughs> I am. I'm a speaker. I, I can speak uh, at great length about many, many, many different topics, ranging anywhere from uh, sales and customer service to management and leadership to uh, drug addiction and battling addiction, uh, all of those kinds of things, and, and even more. We'll talk about all that stuff as we go. I just I think it's going to mostly depend upon how I feel each day. Um, so I'm literally driving around town right now and just introducing myself to you. I hope you enjoy this podcast. If you do, um, I would like for you to please share it with your friends on your social media. Um, also follow me. I'm at Periscope. Uh, on Periscope, I'm at Jason Cremines, C-R-E-M-E-A-N-S, at Jason Cremines. Uh, on Instagram, I am at the official Jason Cremines. Somebody took my name. Jerk. Uh, whoever you are, I'll pay you for it. But anyway, um, and I'm also on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, Facebook is Jason Cremines Rocks, I think. And then Twitter is Jason C 2015, I think. So um, use that fancy little Google tool that y'all have and just type in Jason Cremines and you're probably going to find me along with some dude up in Cleveland who got 33 years for killing someone. That's not me, I promise. Um, so that's a brief introduction. I just want to uh, kind of get that out of the way. Please follow me. And uh, I'll be back in just a moment to get into today's topic. Okay, so let's dive into our first topic, right? This is the very first podcast for me. So, um, and it's not being edited and, and cleaned up and all that kind of stuff. So I want you to keep in mind that what you're hearing is not scripted out. This is not like... Uh, all completely planned and you'll be able to tell too like while I'm talking there'll be moments where I'm like uh uh wait uh what am I yeah because I'm not writing any of this stuff out beforehand I'm just speaking from the hip man I'm just talking from the heart right now um so again my very first podcast ever very first topic ever I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things on this podcast things ranging from because, again, I'm a fitness trainer, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a business trainer, consultant. So there's a lot of different things that I do. Uh, and I also work inside of a company where I'm managed by, you know, a branch manager and then a regional manager and so on and so forth. And so I deal with a lot of the same stuff that 
most of you are dealing with. You know, you got a boss that's kind of a dumbass or whatever. I, got, I deal with it too, I promise. Um, and we'll talk about those dumbass bosses and how to handle those, how to deal with those, how to work with somebody that you don't like um, the best way possible without getting yourself in trouble, right? Uh, but that's not what I want to talk about today. Today what I want to talk about is something I think that everybody can relate to, at least if you're a parent. You can absolutely relate to this, and that is... The fact that every time I drop my kids off at school in the morning, I'm a little bit more afraid of dropping them off at school. It's to the point now where I'm actually, my wife and I have I've talked about and we've not ruled out yet uh, homeschooling our children for the rest of their school years. Um, the middle child, Elena, she's going to be a uh, freshman in high school next year, next school year. Uh, Ethan, our youngest child, our son, is is going to be... Um, in the seventh grade, so uh, a legit middle school student. Ever since they added sixth grade to middle school, I've never been able to call sixth grade middle school, but it, I guess it is in some places. So, uh, but legit middle school, right? Seventh grader. So, um, middle school and high school students. My our oldest, Ashley, she's graduated. She's in college now, um, and she goes to school online. So, <laughs> so a lot less worry for her, um, but. First off, I want to squash something right now. Yes, there's been school shootings this year in 2018, but there have not been 18 school shootings. Uh, so if you're seeing that number on the Internet, that's wrong. That's completely bogus. These folks are counting, uh, you know, things like a shooting outside of a school that's been abandoned for years. We'll talk more about that in just a second. Um, I'll be right back with what I really want to talk about. Okay, so school shootings. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely happening a lot more frequently than it ever has in our history, no doubt about that. Of course, there are a lot more people than there's ever been in our history. There's a lot more guns than there's ever been in our history. There's a lot more mental illness. There's a lot more everything. And more importantly, there's there's more social media. There's a lot more information and misinformation in the world available to us literally with the click of our thumbs or, or a mouse, not even a mouse anymore. Who, who even uses the computer anymore? Nah, I mean, why would you, right? <laughs> we, have, we have phones that are basically computers sitting on our hips, on our pockets all the time. Anyway, so um, what are we going to do? I mean, first of all, taking away every gun for American citizens, that's not the answer, and it's not going to happen. I don't think anybody really truly believes that is the answer. There might be a few people out there that have that idea. If we just eliminate guns, then, then nothing bad can happen. Well, that's obviously not true. Um, although eliminating weapons that can easily be converted into a fully automatic assault weapon, um, that might be a, a decent idea. I mean... <laughs> All my all my gun owner friends are gonna be like, Nah, dude, you're crazy. You know, I mean, they they want to keep their guns, and I do like get it, man. I mean, it. I grew up on a farm. We had guns all over the place. It was not a big deal. Um, we were taught how to use them at an early age. We were also taught how to respect them at an early age. I know, uh, when I was 11, 12 years old, that to even think of pointing a gun, even a BB gun at another individual, oh my gosh, that, you don't, you just don't do that, uh, that's, that's like the worst thing you could do, 
even if it's not loaded, it doesn't matter. I mean, you don't point a gun at somebody. Um, and it's because we were, we were taught to understand the seriousness of that. And, and I think that that's part of the problem now. I mean, why are we seeing more school shootings today than we've ever seen in our, in our history? Why is it more now than it's ever been? Well, the reason why is partially. It's not all the reason. And this is, again, these are my thoughts, my beliefs, my opinions. Now, if anybody has any facts that they want to bring to the story, please feel free to, to comment, leave messages, whatnot, send me an email, whatever. We can, we can have a discussion about it back and forth if you'd like to. I'd love for uh, some of my, my good old conservative right-wing friends and, and some of my liberal left-wing friends to, to jump on the phone together with me at the same time, and we can literally talk about this intelligently um, and, and see what everybody's different ideas are, because I think that there are good ideas on both sides. The problem is the fact that we, we are sitting around waiting on our government to do something. <laughs> Ask the American Indians how well that worked out for them, waiting on our government to do something. It's a bad idea, folks. It's not going to happen. The government is not here to fucking take care of everybody, every little thing, every little person, every little problem that we have. They're, that's not their job, okay? We have to take care of each other. We have to take care of ourselves. It starts with us, individuals, with the people sitting at home right now listening to this podcast. It starts with you. The people driving down the road, getting ready for work, you know, on their way to work, on their way home from work. It starts with us, folks. We can't ask our government to protect us against every little thing that there is to be protected against. Otherwise, they're going to make us, that we're going to be, they're going to run everything that we do. We don't want that. We don't want the government running everything that we do. Do you want the government to tell you when you can and cannot go to work, when you're allowed to be on the streets, when you're allowed to have a gun or not have a gun, when you're allowed... No! They do enough of this stuff to us already, the way it is. There's absolutely no reason to give them any more power over anything that we're doing, including guns and the ownership of guns. Now, do I agree that we need the proper background checks and things like that in place? Yes, but that is not going to stop or even slow down, in my opinion, uh, the school shootings and the other violence that's carried out with guns. Now, again, some of my left-wing friends are like, dude, that's crazy, you're crazy. If we didn't have guns, there would be no guns to shoot. Okay, you're right, that's true. But the truth of the matter is, law-abiding citizens are not the people that we have to worry about, right? Right? My law-abiding, right-wing, gun-owning friends who go to the gun range three times a week because it's cool, those aren't the people we have to worry about. In fact, I think the people we have to worry about are the parents who expect our teachers to discipline our children because we can't do it at home. If your son or daughter is going to school and constantly harassing or making fun of somebody or they're part of a group who is constantly harassing and making fun of someone. That's how these things start. Whether that kid ends up shooting up the school or ends up being an adult 20 years down the road and shooting up his place of business, doesn't matter. What does matter is that we as a society have gotten away from treating people the way that we want to be treated, and that is why we are seeing an influx 
of mass shootings, of the murdering of innocent people for no apparent reason other than somebody's pissed off. The truth of the matter is, we as a society so easily shun people and judge people and push people aside, drug addicts, the homeless, and, and, and homosexuals, and uh, the black people, uh, you know, whatever it is that you want to, whoever it is you're, you're discriminating against or your prejudices against, it doesn't matter. We as a society have decided that it's okay to act the way that we're acting these days. Our internet muscles have grown too big, right? For example, I never, ever look at Facebook anymore because all I can ever seem to find in my news feed on Facebook is somebody bitching about something. Now, that's not the bad part because, yes, freedom of speech. I have the right to believe that, you know, um, God exists. I have the right to believe that God doesn't exist. Well, that's all fine, right? And you post on your page about how uh, God saves everyone. Meanwhile, person B over here doesn't believe in God. So instead of seeing your post about God saving everyone and scrolling right on by because they don't agree with you, they have to stop and comment and start an argument or a debate, if you will, (laughs) even though you and I both know that people do not know how to debate. People only seem to know how to argue, right? Instead of saying things like, well, this fact is why I think this, we say, no, you're stupid. That's why you can't see the obvious truth. That's the way that we talk to each other now. You know, if I would have told my my older brother when we were growing up that he was stupid because he didn't agree with me about something, my mom would have slapped me across the face and said, you don't ever call your brother stupid. Just because he doesn't agree with you doesn't mean that he's wrong, and it doesn't mean that you're right just because you think you're right. Even though... I might have had a good idea, or I might have had a really good point. But my mom's point wasn't that I didn't have a good point, or that I wasn't making a good point, or I didn't have a valid argument. My mom's point was not that I was wrong. My mom's point that was was simply, you don't talk to your brother like that. You don't call your brother stupid. Well, I got to tell you, man, I I look around on the uh, social media, and the average age on uh, Facebook is getting a lot higher, but the average age of a person starting on Facebook has gotten a lot lower. Does that make sense what I just said? So the average age that I see of a person who is active on Facebook is now in the 30s, upper 30s, right? And that goes, that continues to go up year by year. So the people who started out on Facebook back when I started on Facebook, that's who's still hanging out there. A lot of the younger generation, they don't even look at Facebook. They're like, that's for old people. Only old people go to Facebook, right? They're on Instagram. They're on Snapchat. They're on not so much Twitter, but they're definitely on Instagram and Snapchat and uh, a few other things like Amino, if you don't know anything about that. They're also on Musical.ly. Go check that out, musical.ly, Musical.ly. So um, 
they're on all these different social media sites that some of the parents don't even know anything about. And that's one of the reasons they're there. But my point to this whole thing is, when I see posts online now, they're a lot more aggressive than they were back when Facebook started. Back in the days of MySpace, when you just went to somebody's page and left a comment on their page, right, for everyone to see. Everybody was still pretty nice back in those days, you know, like, oh, hi, how are you? Hope you're having a great day. Take care. I like seeing your picture. This is a cool picture, whatever, you know, even though it took 20 minutes to upload, it was a cool picture. Um, That's a joke for the old people. Anyway, so um, now comments are you're stupid. You're completely ignorant. You don't know what you're talking about. You're so uneducated. I can't even believe that you can't understand what's going on right now. You don't have the mental capacity to be able to fathom what I'm talking about. I'm obviously much more educated than you are. Those are the kinds of comments that I see when people are trying to debate, and I say that with quotation marks around my head as if you're sitting here watching me. But the point, if you're sitting here watching me, that's creepy. I just got to tell you right now, because I'm driving down the road. So if you're watching me right now, it's just weird. It's creepy. Stop it. Anyway, so that's where the problem starts. The problem starts at home. We're not teaching our kids properly, you know, how to talk to one another. We're letting them jump on their phones and, and, and their tablets and things and go on social media and talk however they want. We're not monitoring their social media we're not monitoring the things that they say and they talk about. We're not looking at what they're watching on YouTube. We don't, we don't see these things. We don't look at them as a threat. They're so, it's just so normal now to just jump online, right? I mean, we're so socially connected that we've actually disconnected as a society, you know? That's a whole other podcast. But that's where this is all starting. It's stemming from right there, from people not taking care of themselves and each other from the very beginning. That's where everything is stemming from. So you have people who are able to bully other people online without even being detected. Um, One really good example, several years ago there was a college football player that was very well known and was going to be drafted into the NFL. He had this girlfriend that they met online and everything, um, never actually met in person, Suddenly, this woman dies in a car crash. The relationship is over. He finds out later on that it was not actually true. This whole time, this relationship that he was in with somebody online, he thought was real, was complete bogus, was never actually a relationship to begin with. Can you imagine waking up and finding out that this relationship that you've been in has been a ruse the entire time, complete BS? Can you imagine how that would make you feel? It's true. If you don't think that that's part of, if, they, if you don't think that's bullying, you're wrong. Because what can you get somebody to do when they feel like they're in love with you? Just about anything that you want, right? Someone who's in love with you, or at least thinks that they're in love with you, will do just about anything that they can to make you happy. And that's, that's, that's the kind of stuff that happens. That's bullying. That's manipulating someone so that you can get what you want from them. That's a true story. This happened to somebody who was supposed to be a super intelligent person, uh, did very well in school, is an athlete, an, a star athlete at that, 
you think it's not going to happen to somebody like that. That only happens to lonely people sitting, you know, in their mom's basement when they're 32 years old. No. No, it can happen to anybody, anytime, you know. It can happen to kids. It can happen to adults. It doesn't matter. So let me set the stage for you. Kid at home, eight, nine years old, dad splits, doesn't come back around. Mom's trying to raise three kids on her own, single mother. Maybe she's doing the best she can. Maybe not. Maybe she's taking a few drugs here and there. Maybe they don't have uh, the greatest life, you know. Um, They don't have a lot of money. They don't have a lot of resources. They don't live in a very nice area. Kid goes to school, doesn't have the best clothes on. Well, somebody decides, hey, I'm going to pick on this kid because he's obviously easy an easy target you know he's not the best looking kid he uh, doesn't play sports very well maybe he's a little awkward you know all of the things that any of us could have been at at uh, you know a, a preteen you know or even a teenager or whatever so he can't, he's getting picked on at school he can't go home and say anything to mom because mom's hardly around she's got to work three jobs to keep food on the table so she's not there there's no dad to talk to to teach him how to deal with assholes that are bullying him all the time. So what does he do? Maybe he goes to the teachers. So the teachers don't have time to, t- to d- discipline your children, right? They're gonna go tell the kid, hey, stop picking on, on, on this kid over here, okay? That's not nice. Okay, whatever, teacher. All right, and it just continues. You can't trust the teachers. You don't have an adult at home that you can trust. So what do you do? You just let it build up and you get angry. You just get angry, that's all you can do. Be mad, right? Well, there's no problem with being mad. Being mad's fine, right? It's fine. It's perfectly fine until it builds up into something else. They keep getting picked on and keep getting picked on because there's nobody that's sticking up for this kid. No one is sticking up for this kid. This kid is all by himself in the world, in his eyes. In his eyes, there's not a single person on the planet who could give a shit less whether he lives or dies in his mind. Now... That may not be true, and more than likely it's not true. There's probably somebody in this kid's life who cares very deeply about him. He just doesn't know it. And that might be mom. It might be, you know, another relative. Um, It might be a school teacher. I mean, who knows? There's somebody in this kid's life that probably cares enough about him to try to hook him up, right? But unfortunately, he doesn't know this. He's sick of it. By the time he's 17 years old, He's been exposed to drugs. He's been exposed to gangs. He's been exposed to all kinds of different stuff at this point. Drinking and drugs and gang life and everything else. And he sees a way to maybe get out of this mess that he's been dealing with. You know, all these people that hate him. Maybe he finds somebody that suddenly shows an interest in him that really seems to care. Right? Sorry, I had to take a drink. So, he sees someone that might actually care. And this person is teaching him, takes him under his wing, says, hey, man, let me show you what's up. Let me show you what's really going on in the world, right? Unfortunately, this guy's not the best role model, okay? This guy gives him a gun, teaches him how to use it. Says, you want, you want, to, you want to get back at those bullies at school? This is how you do it. Teaches him how to use a gun. Next thing you know, kid gets picked on again at school whips out a gun, and a bunch of people are dead. Let that soak in for a minute. 
Because that's exactly how this happens. Exactly. That's one of many ways that this happens right here. Now, that's how it would have happened back in the mid-90s when we didn't have access to the Internet like we do today. But unfortunately today, our kids have an entire new way of reaching each other before and after school and during school that cuts a hell of a lot deeper than anything that you could do at school. I'm more worried about my kids after school most of the time than I am what they're going to have to deal with at school because, let's be honest, people are pussies today. They are just weak. They are not going to, I mean, they, they, they will not come up to somebody and punch them in the face, right? That's not the kind of confrontation that people are willing to get into anymore. They're willing to do that online. They want to talk online about how they're going to kick your ass, right? That's what happens today. They use their computer muscles, their Internet muscles, their anonymous muscles to be able to go out and beat the crap out of a kid mentally, which I would argue is way worse than getting your face punched in. Way worse. I would much rather somebody punch me and black my eye or, or break my nose or bloody my lip because I know that that's going to heal in just a matter of days. Right? But when you constantly tell somebody that they're stupid, that they're ugly, or that they're uh, a piece of shit, they're never going to amount to anything. When you constantly tell somebody this, and they constantly hear that from everywhere that they go, they start to believe those things. Those things start to become a reality. Garbage in, garbage out, people. If, if you're bringing it in, it better be good. Because if you're not, if it's not good when you're bringing it to your house, it, whatever you leave from your house is not going to be good either. Garbage in, garbage out. When you tell your son every single day of his life that he's a wonderful person, that he is respectful, that he's going to respect women and be respectful to his elders, and that he's going to be successful, eventually that kid is going to realize that that's what you want for him, that's what he wants for himself, and he is going to do that. But when you sit around and constantly tell a kid the opposite, you're a loser, you're a piece of shit, you're never going to amount to anything, you're ugly, Nobody cares about you. You should go kill yourself. Well, that's how that happens too. Guys, we got to start by taking better care of each other, right? We have to teach our kids that, A, bullying is not cool. B, everybody is different. The one thing... The one thing that sets us apart from one another is the fact that we are all unique, each and every one of us. There are no two people alike, identical twins. No, no two people alike. So we have to realize that there are no two people alike, that nobody out there is going to be exactly like you. And that is okay. They don't have to be like you. You don't have to be like them. We don't have to be the exact same as somebody else. Be yourself. More importantly, don't be afraid to be yourself. And more importantly than that, when somebody else is being themselves, regardless of how you feel about it, you have to realize that they are being themselves and they have a right to do that. They should be allowed to be themselves, whether you like that or not. There are good characteristics 
there are bad characteristics. There are good qualities and bad qualities, so on and so forth. We all have our little things. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. None of us are even close, right? That's okay. We have to start embracing that about ourselves. We have to embrace the fact that we're not perfect. And we have to embrace the fact that everybody is different than we are. Everybody. doesn't matter what color your skin is. It doesn't matter what part of the country or what part of the world you're from or your ancestors are from. That doesn't matter. Although there are inherent abilities and traits and things that are just kind of bred into the bloodline, fine, that's great, whatever, who cares? At the end of the day, everybody has the same decision to make. At the end of the day, we just want to put food on the table. We just want to take care of our families. We just want our kids to go to school and get a good education and graduate and go on to either go to college or go on to start their own careers or or whatever. We just all want to thrive and be successful without having to deal with worrying about our kids going to school with a fucking bulletproof vest on because we're afraid that someone's going to come in there and start shooting. Okay, it's not fair. It's not fair that I have to worry about sending my kids to school every day because you don't parent your fucking children. And you make bullies. Right? Now, when I say you, I'm not talking about my listening audience. Now, (laughs) if you are making, if you are teaching your kids how to be bullies, then you need to stop. You you are a bully yourself if you're doing that. All right, so if that's the case, I am talking to you. Chances are, though, if you're listening to this podcast, you're the kind of person that's probably not doing that. You're probably wanting the same thing in your life that I want. I just want my kids to have a better world than I grew up in. It's not looking that way right now, but we can change that. We can all change that. We can look at that kid who isn't wearing the Nikes, right, and has on the, the jeans that, you know, mom bought from the thrift store for $1. fifty. They're still, you know, they're still decent jeans, but maybe they don't look like they're brand new, you know? We can still look at that kid. We can still put an arm around that kid. We can still teach that kid. That kid can still be our friend. You're a group of white kids, a new black kid comes to school. You can wrap your arms around that kid. Hey, man, come on in. Let's welcome you to our school. Or you can shun him, and you can make him feel like an outsider. Vice versa. You know, my kids go to a 95% black school. They're the minority in the school. I love that. I'm showing them right now. I'm teaching them right now how to be a minority because most of the time with with being uh, white Americans, they're not going to be in a, a minority situation. But now that they're in school where 95% of their classmates are black and 3% of their classmates are of some other not-white origin, they're literally just one of a a few dozen, maybe, in the entire school, white kids. Good. Because they're going to learn what it's like to be a minority. They're going to understand how they are treated differently. They need to know this so that when they're in a situation where somebody of a different color is being treated poorly, they're going to be able to recognize that very quickly And they're going to be able to put a stop to it. And that's what they need to do. We need to stop these people from ostracizing other people. From making other people feel less significant or less important. You know, yeah, we're all important. We all have our stuff. But come on. 
right? There is absolutely no reason that we can't open our arms and be good to one another. So, do we all homeschool our kids? Do we all send our kids to school wearing bulletproof materials? Do we start arming our teachers? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe all of those things, right? But here's what I know that I can control, me personally. I can teach my kids how to be kind human beings to other people, regardless of who they are, where they're from, whatever, whether they're poor, they're rich. It doesn't matter. We all have our problems, and we all have stuff to deal with. So that's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start by teaching my kids how to treat, how to treat other people. And when they see that kid that's getting bullied or being, or being teased or, or maybe, you know, not getting the best out of his life, I want them to take the responsibility of helping that kid because it's messed up that there's not somebody already helping that kid. Our teachers are already too overworked. My kids go to a charter school, so quite frankly, I don't think that my, my, my teachers care nearly as much about my children's education as they do getting the day done. I'm just going to be honest. That's the way I feel about it. Um, and furthermore, regardless, whether it's a public school, a charter school, a private school, whatever, our teachers are not there to discipline our children and teach our children right from wrong. That's our job. That starts at home. It starts with eating family dinners together around the dinner table. Put the phones down. That's my suggestion. Eat dinner with your family. A real home-cooked meal. Don't order something out. Don't stop at McDonald's and grab a bunch of snacks or a bunch of crappy cheeseburgers on your way home. And everybody's No. Make food. Sit around the dinner table and talk to your kids. Find out what happened. How was your day at school today? Do you have any homework? You know, what about that stuff? Let's do that. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I do anyway. At the dinner table, the dinner table is a no-phone zone. No electronics at the dinner table. The TV's off. Let's sit around and chat like a family. Let's start there, guys. That's the only thing that we can do ourselves right now. Now, the other things that we can do, maybe, yeah, there's probably products out there that we can buy to help protect our children, bulletproof book bags, you know. Um, I'm sure there's stuff that we can do. But if you're waiting on the government to pass legislation to, to stop school shootings, well, I just wouldn't hold my breath is all I'm saying. I would not hold my breath. I know I got a little bit off topic there, a little bit on a, a tangent. Um, I pulled over into a church parking lot. And I'm sitting here. It's a really nice day today. I've got a few more appointments to get to. Um, but I, I wanted to make sure that I really hammered home the fact that do a little bit of research when you're done listening to this podcast. Do a little bit of research and take a look at the shooters. Take a look at the shooters, where they came from. I think if you dig into that just a little bit, you're going to see that some of these attacks could have been prevented if it would have just been for one person reaching their hand out and helping these shooters when they needed the help. Obviously, there was a point in time where it became too late. 
But I believe every single one of these school shootings could have been prevented if we would just be better people to one another. I want to thank you once again um, for listening to The Daily Drive with Jason. Um, Please share with all of your friends on your social media and everywhere, um, not just my anchor page, you know, anchor.fm forward slash daily drives. That's my Anchor FM channel. Uh, Please subscribe. I'm hoping I can get at least one podcast out a week. I'm going to do my best. It's a lot of work for me. Uh, but I, I'm going to do very, my very, very best to get at least one podcast a week out for you. Um, next time I'm going to talk about something a little bit more business-related. This time I wanted to get this off my chest because it's very personal to me, obviously, since I've got a couple of kids that are still school-age and going to school and everything, and it's a really big thing in the news right now. I'm sorry I don't have any words of comfort for you um, because the truth of the matter is anybody that says that they have the answer is full of it. The truth is that there are several things that we have to do But I think the one thing that I know that we can each do as individuals is we can start treating people with respect. Um, And that's us, not just kids, man. I'm talking adults. I'm talking everybody. When you see somebody alongside the road pulled over with a flat tire, man, there's no reason not to stop and say, hey, can I give you a hand? Is it possible that that person could be a mugger and he's going to jack your car? Yeah, it's possible. What What are the chances, man? Seriously. We've got to stop being such pussies. We've got to get out there and help each other out. Help your neighbor. Man, help your, neighbor shovel, help your neighbor shovel the snow off his driveway and sidewalks, you know? Help that old lady down the street. Help her cross the street. Whatever. Open the door for people. Say please and thank you. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Let's just get back to basics, man. Let's, let's try to treat one another like we're all just human beings trying to figure it out, man. That's, that's what it all boils down to. We just got to do a better job at taking care of each other, and we're not doing that. Regardless of your religions, regardless of your background, your, ethnic, your ethnicity, your, none of those things should matter to anyone. At the end of the day, we are all one race. We're a human race, and we need to take care of each other and ourselves. I'm on Instagram, at the official Jason Cremines. Please come visit me there. Uh, follow me on Instagram. It's very important to me. If you like what you're hearing, if you have any feedback, please email me, send me a message, call into the show, however you want to do it. I just want to know that I'm getting somebody's reaction, okay? I wish I had more comfort for you on the school shootings, but it really boils down to you and I taking care of our, our things on a daily basis, our kids, and teaching them how to be good human beings. And hopefully we can prevent that, that kid that would be a shooter and make that kid the next president of the United States. At the official Jason Cremines, C-R-E-M-E-A-N-S on Instagram, uh, Jason Cremines rocks on Facebook, and uh, I'm also on Twitter, Jason C 2015 I believe. And please check out Periscope. Periscope is a really cool app. Follow me on Periscope. I'm going to throw out some live Periscopes here and there uh, when I have my little inspirational moments. And I just can't wait to start the podcast. I'm going to go ahead and throw that on, on a Periscope live for you, just a live broadcast app. It's really cool. You don't have to use it. You can just sit there and type me uh, a question if you have a question or something while we're on there. But um, I'm at Jason Cremines on Periscope. So please follow me, like my station, 
give it a thumbs up, uh, give me some applause. I would really appreciate you sharing all this. Thank you so much for listening. I promise next time we're going to get right into the topics, less BS in the beginning, and we're going to get right into the uh, right into the topics so you don't have to listen to 20, 30 minutes of me rambling on some BS before we really get started. So once again, thank you for listening to The Daily Drive with Jason. I'm your host, Jason Cremines, and until I hear from you and see you next time, please take care of yourself, take care of each other, and for God's sakes, man, be good to one another. I'll talk to you soon.